Welcome to the first live podcast episode. Oh my gosh, how does it sound, guys? Yes. I hope it sounds good. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually fancy people, when they podcast, have like headphones on it. And I never understood that because I'm like, you can hear yourself fine. Yeah. You're talking. <laughs> yeah. I do see that a lot. I don't understand it. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. But everyone doesn't have an India to monitor if yes. everything's going perfectly. Yes. So, so what do you think of the green screen? I love what you mean blue screen. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Don't tell them that it's not real. It, it's real. I did that <laughs> custom paint job yeah. with the st stencil it for the Craig Adams podcast. Amazing. Yeah. So I put this together like two hours ago. So <laughs> hopefully it works. Epic. Hey, we're live, right? People. Yeah. Are, yep. Cool. So for this podcast, we're just going to focus on each other. And uh, at the end of the show, we're going to field your questions because guess what? We've got India on the sidelines directing the show. Woo! Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> to the show. So we've got the blue in the background, but we could have done anything. I was thinking about doing a full like slideshow of like just embarrassing Saradici photos. Like it would have been left. good. I would have stormed out of here. Maybe in the future, I'll have I'll have. <laughs> That'll I'll get a be round risky. two. Yeah. 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 So you haven't been back here in a while. Um, it's nice to have you over in Brooklyn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn's fantastic when you're here. <laughs> it's getting here. That's sometimes a challenge. Yeah. Last time yeah. I saw you, it was at your studio. Um, our studios are a little different. Yours is much bigger. I think I would like to have a studio your size. Come to the Casey Neistat building. Mm, it's going to be the Saradici building. So. Oh, watch out. Watch out. Yeah. So you're in a building in some area of Manhattan. Uh, Sam is there, a couple other creatives, and this guy named Casey, you know. It's a good environment. It's wh cool. Wh why did you move in? What has it been like? Because, it, one, it was affordable yeah. <laughs> in the terms of um, splitting it with John was way doable. And, two, I think a big part of staying creative is being surrounded by creators, and I tend to kind of shrink into my corner a lot and just only focus on what I'm doing, and so sometimes it's hard to get people to help with stuff or you be a part of other people's projects so actually going to work every morning and like bumping into people and having conversations with people oh no i just the mic other than yourself you know it's fun and it's good to like go to work hmm. i have been a person who's worked in my apartment for so long um and it's just like the feeling to get up get on the subway or hop on the boosted board and just be like i'm here now time to work because i'm at work feels more productive did you ever try the co-working thing did you ever try I that didn't. i didn't even try that because half of my work is filming mm -hmm. and you can't film in a co-working space so actually when i was in nashville tennessee i was part of a co-working space that had a giant studio to shoot so it was like a giant white seamless thing which was really cool um but i'm not about that laptop life which i know is completely opposite you're like i like to settle in Mm -hmm. have my macbook set up a plug into monitors and then i have my pc set up now so i like spaces to be mine customizable yeah you know i get it i would love to just work off a laptop but i am still a filmmaker and a youtuber and i get that you need some kind of safe space to be extra and shoot videos without thinking about anything else eliminating distractions which i'm all about but 
yeah, I, I like it. I got to see it. I, I painted my wall pink for India it's after being inspired by, by John's wall. Yeah. yeah. So we have an idea. I think we're going to get white paint and just paint a line down the center of her office and put like Sarah on one side, John on the other. Because when people come in, you logically think, oh, this is one office. But, you know, you have like the yellow wall and then you have what I'm doing over there and it doesn't fit really together, mm-hmm. but it looks great separately. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this has been a big year for you. Um, how do you feel? Do you feel Do you feel like 2018 is going to be way different than 2017? Like one thing I want to keep going back to in this podcast is how you felt in the past and how you feel now because I'm interested in the transitions, the changes. I think change is good, right? You have you- 100%. Yes. By the way, I'm trying to be super conscious about how much I'm sniffling. I sniffle so much. Yeah. All right, I'm good. Yeah. Um, change. Change is great. And I think you have to be adaptable to change, especially when it comes to any type of freelancing career at all. And just recently, there's, well, not just recently, always there's changes with YouTube <clears throat> and YouTube just monetization. Today. Just today, so much stuff has gone on. And so many people are getting discouraged by it. And it's weird because usually all of this chaos at the center of it is money. And it's such a weird thing, especially when something that you're so passionate about and is, you know, like art and video and photos, it's something that starts as a passion, as something you just love to do, period. And then the dream, everyone's dream is to make that your job, right? But when money gets introduced, it gets so like dirty so quickly and Mm -hmm. it gets so weird. Um, And I think that's what we're seeing a lot with the money changes around YouTube. And it's hard to be like, ah, that doesn't affect me, so no sympathy. Um, So yeah, it's, but at the same time, when you started your YouTube channel, did you start it for the money? I think it's a completely different culture no. now where everyone's showing off their Rolexes, everyone's showing off their $1,000 Supreme hoodies, and that's the cool thing now. And so it's not posting YouTube videos to because you love it or you want to show off your passion, but it's like, I want to get rich, so I'm going to post YouTube videos. That totally didn't answer your question. I know I went off no, on it. No, it's a wonderful <laughs> tangent, though. A really, yeah, because, crazy tangent. But. No, I did not start YouTube to make money, and it's something that kind of just happened but if you grow and if you attract attention the money kind of follows money's connected to everything though and it's hard to separate that and in some sense every single thing we do is to help ourselves and better ourselves and i would even suggest like charity in general like a bulk of it is probably self-righteous like there is a sliver i just watched a friends episode that was about that where joey went on the uh, tv show thing where he was answering phone calls for charity and they had the argument him and phoebe about no charity um, is like completely selfless. Mm-hmm. It always like it's to make you feel. Good. But anyways, that's a whole different thing. But that's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, She's and that I guess the example that launches out at me is my recent nomination for a Shorty Award. And Congrats! Woo! Thank you. But there's there's a sl- a slight I don't know tension and and uh, problem with it for me because I don't know I, I've been thinking about making a video just kind of spilling all my ideas about it. I'm going to be in France for it, so I'm not going to be able to go. And in all honesty, I'm up against like people who have two or three million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So in a world where you get votes to win, what is even the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of, I mean, award shows make you feel validated. Mm-hmm. They 
the fact that the digital space now has the shorties and streamings, it's almost giving validation to what we do. Um, but at the same time, it's something that does run off of fan votes. And you have the whole side of award shows basically are just selling the attention that these creators are giving to them because they want people to vote. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this big circle of selling other people's attention. And it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, uh, I've gone to the Shorty Awards twice and they were super fun because there's so many creators in Our one friends. place. Yeah. So it's almost like a good networking event, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, just that. But the fact of a war, I don't know. It's a weird, it's weird. I think you're going to be good in France. The yeah. fact that you're, yeah. Yeah. France is sick. <laughs> but I, I would never say like things against other people who have won and people have been voting for me even though i haven't shared anything about it or i haven't asked them to so i'm just grateful for fans who are willing to support me even if i wasn't asked for this like you know it's it's great yeah but i i think you're right like it was fun to attend because of our friends Mm -hmm. so you put our friends into anything we'll have fun yeah and (laughs) There's always so much crap going on in YouTube, I feel like, in terms of drama. But I will say this, probably 70% of the people on the internet that you guys watch are super rad humans. Yes. Super rad. Um, And so it's cool to be in this space with people who are just completely in love with the same thing that you are, you know, even if it's not exactly the same. Um, But yeah, just that drive to just do what you love for a living. And the fact that we all have this internet family, it's Mm -hmm. cool. Perfect segue. Yeah. What I want to talk, talk about is how many freaking celebrities you've been hanging out with and getting to shoot with uh, AT&T what? and all those oh, cool yeah, things. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool, right? Well, first it's you so did fun. Vulture and then you did it again. Yeah. So then... I did Vulture New York City, Vulture LA, and then the uh, College National Championship, sports ball. Yes. So if it was just the Touch championship, down. I probably would have been like, oh, it's not for me. But there was a music festival attached to it. Yeah. And that's when I was like, Oh, heck yeah. Um, so there is this like AT&T music festival attached to it that had, um, you know, like Chainsmokers and Jason Derulo and Charlie Puth and um, BB Rexa. So I got to interview all of those people, which was insane because, you know, Chainsmokers are Chainsmokers are like as pop as you get, but they're still mm. like everyone listens to Chainsmokers yeah. and I got to talk to them, um, which is so cool. Yeah, that's, that's what I love when brands offer an experience along with you know compensation or whatever that's when i just get super stoked because i'm like ah there's no way i'd be able to do this without them so so it seems like you had fun yeah (laughs) but i feel like 2017 sarah especially 2016 sarah would have been a little nervous to approach and talk to these people um i kind of got that sense a little bit from social media half of it was probably just excitement to see these but like i get nervous just seeing like just someone uh, Keen Peel walking on down Union Square. Like I would not approach them because I'd so, be so nervous. Like I saw Ryan from the Office in Central Park. What? How do you even approach wow. and and come at them as a host, asking them questions and right. stuff? Man, okay, so were you nervous? I was nervous for. Okay, I was kind of nervous for chain smokers actually because yeah. those are the only people that I've seen in interviews. I've actually seen and watch like actively watch their stuff or obviously listen to their music 
the other people they're just very big names but i mm. know that i'm not trying to keep a relationship with them to further i'm not gonna like have jason derulo on a youtube collaboration so in my yeah. mind i'm just like heck yeah this is fun give it my all if it goes terribly it doesn't matter um but i mean one of my favorite things ever in the world i feel like is to interview people and just kind of like going i don't know it's just like having a conversation Mm -hmm. with a person who's yes famous but they're also people um yeah i can't think of i'm trying to think of like a celebrity or something that just got me starstruck yeah um because it's it's happened before but um yeah just getting i don't know cool insights from people who've made it Uh that's fun and even just being able to connect with youtubers yeah smaller celebrities yeah. but celebrities in their own audience and realm but mm-hmm. um you know i feel like it's been a good year for you so it's interesting to see how it just doesn't phase you you're on to the next one like you're going to be hosting the oscars at some point oh that would be fun right? yeah oscars <laughs> at I, us. it was cool because right out of the gate when i was really pushing for this youtube thing i met I, I've always had these kind of like middle-aged three white dudes have, who've just been, they, they kind of like all run, I feel like, in the same into the same person for a lot of people. But Casey Neistat, Gary Vaynerchuk, Chase Jarvis. Ah. Those three dudes for a while were the people who motivated me to just do everything that I'm now doing. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, I got to meet like all of those dudes. Yeah. And so it was kind of one of those things was like, oh, okay, that wasn't terrible. This is fun. They're humans, really motivational and cool. And it was kind of like early on, I was like, okay, this was my peak. So I'm done. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to like ride the wave and Jason Derulo is Jason Derulo, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, it was really cool to kind of in the beginning of my journey, get to meet and rub elbows with the people who I've looked up to. Um, so Yeah. Because it seems like there's always some sense of I have to act super happy and super outgoing with people that I'm just meeting. And I know a lot about you, but you don't know anything about me. But the moment you can break past that and actually become friends and talk like yeah. human beings, there's something magical about that. Yeah. And it's it makes all of this fun. Yeah. Really. And maybe that's why... Uh, interviewing real celebrities doesn't make me super nervous because I know there's not like I got to interview Neil Patrick Harris I'm not gonna be best friends with Neil I'm not gonna ask him for something (laughs) that interaction with Neil Patrick Harris is the only interaction I'm ever gonna have with him (laughs) so so different expectations from you know right 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 so I love that you you are a good interviewer and I'm excited to see what you do with your own stuff not just hosting brand sponsored content stuff Are you going to do a podcast? What's the news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. I did the 20 minutes a day podcast thing for about two and a half months. And that was fun. But I realized that's not how I consume podcasts. Just in the recent year, I've become really into podcasts. And so I'll listen to Tim Ferriss and um, all of Gimlet Media stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And a lot of like entrepreneurial business things. But I consume podcasts by the hour. I mean, I will, while I'm putting on makeup in the morning or just, you know, brushing my teeth, it's a podcast is always on. And so 
I don't really consume podcasts in little bites or interact with them socially. So I want to make something that dives into good, deep stuff with cool people, creative, business savvy people, um, but allows the time to really dig into things. And so I want it to be in an hour format. And then that was kind of my North Star. And then I started watching H3 podcast a lot. And I was totally like, oh, changed things. yeah, I'm actually sitting here on the internet and watching people talk for an hour. Like yeah. I, I will literally watch an <laughs> H3 podcast for like 30 minutes at a time. And so I was like, okay, well, my main audience is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need it to be on YouTube as well. Um, <clears throat> but then I also want it to be like somewhat polished. And so I'm like, okay. So basically in my head, it's like an hour-long podcast interviewing people. It's on everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, but then there's a video element that's edited. It's kind of curated to where it allows organic, not organic, but just well-thought-out ads Mm -hmm. to where it's not the five minutes in the beginning like Tim Ferriss does because it's like you know when you listen to a Tim Ferriss podcast you're just you skip the first four or five minutes and you're done and you're into the meat so I think the video element will allow me to have like a really cool minute spot of also doing something visually with Mm -hmm. like brands and stuff Uh, But yeah, I'm just excited. I want to sit down with people and just talk to them more. I used to do that a lot more, and it's kind of fun that I'm being interviewed. You know, it's kind of rare. Thanks, Greg. No matter what, well, thank you. (laughs) No matter what you do, you're always going to have interesting people around you, and you want to share the successes and cool things that your friends are doing. So it's just, podcasts is just always a thing that should be happening uh, if you have a brand. And uh, the last podcast that I recorded yesterday, I haven't uploaded it yet, was with Brad, who was a mentor no for your Adobe Brad, Creative Residency. I've been trying to get on a phone call with Brad Ooh. for so long. Brad, we're both him. we're both terrible at texting, <laughs> so it's no one's fault. Um, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a lot with Simplecast. Mm-hmm. Are you using Simplecast? I to am distribute? using Simplecast to host. Okay, give me a little ad about Simplecast. Tell me about it. Yeah, Simplecast is. Five years old, it's very basic and simple. It is a utility, just like Libsyn, everything else. There really isn't that much different. It's just a little more minimal. And that's what Brad said. He's like, he's kind of embarrassed about it a little bit. The next thing he's working on, though, is going to revolutionize the podcast genre because Mm. Apple has a hold on it. Uh, Podcast is coming back in a hot way. Mm. People care again. And it's so old and archaic. There's no yeah. engagement. It's like the anti-HQ. Right. right. It, it, like, it needs to change. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. So is he creating a new like company? Yeah. A, a new, oh. we'll see, something new mm-hmm. that will empower creators and hopefully be the YouTube for podcasts. Wow. So cool. I hope you talk to him soon and, and pull a little more info. But yeah. I, I had a good, good chat with him and I'm excited that to go up. Um, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah, he's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned H3 because I've been watching them and a couple other uh, live podcasters mm-hmm. and then the classics, Kevin Rose and other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for you to get on that game. And I'm glad that you're thinking about doing live and video or I'm just not, video. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, it's video, not because you're doing live right Don't now. Don't do yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Craig is gutsy. I have respect for the dude that he's doing this live. I had a complete train wreck with Mm. live. I was so sold on it six months ago. I was like, this is going to be a thing. I tried to make a series, but there's so 
much technical detail to it. There's like, yeah. and so many things can go wrong. And it's not like you can have a person monitoring it 24 seven. You know, I mean, you have the beautiful India. That's the secret sauce exactly, right there. Exactly. Um, She's drinking. She's got a beer in her <laughs> hand. She's got the podcast on the other. <laughs> but no, that's the one thing that I know it's not going to be is live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I will say she really is the secret to a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't under, people don't understand how knowledgeable she is about podcasts and brands and media. Oh my God. She does yeah. it for a living. Like I always forget, I've got this amazing mm-hmm. video Wealth producer, of information producer. I keep Beautiful trying to get too. her to start her own channel and just make video versions of her decks. But we'll Ooh. see. We'll see. I would watch that India. If I could wear a mask. at heartbread on instagram yeah okay so um we've got hopefully some of my audience watching we'll have to see um where this goes and i'm pretty dedicated to youtube i thought about twitch but um it's all about engagement i want to go back to that i do want to talk about hq but your subscribers i've like doubled maybe tripled this last year like, are, do you still have time to chat with them on Twitter and comments? Totally. And yes. you still seeing the same people every so often, like those diehard mm-hmm. Peachy fans? Yeah, I would say my number one place of engagement and where I just love actually starting a conversation with people is Twitter. Twitter has been kind of crazy lately. It's mm-hmm. gotten like so extremely political, um, which is fine, you know, but... In terms of having conversations with creative people around the world, it's such a good tool for that. And starting new conversations with people you don't know, mutuals, it's so good. But at the core, yes, Peachy Fam on Twitter, it's sick. I love tweeting <laughs> back to them. And yeah. Um, yeah, they just show the love. And yeah, I'm in my comments all the time. In terms of I'll set a time, like I'll set aside a time to do it. And then I won't look at it because when I was constantly scrolling through comments on YouTube, when that was a normal thing, I was miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inside the Peachy fam, they rock. They're sick, super supportive. But the moment a video gets you know pushed beyond my audience or I do a collaboration, that's when it's like, people can suck. So you can't be, that's something that I've been working on is just like, I don't even have time to talk about the haters, you know? Like, why did I even say the word haters? Because that's not even on my radar, man. They so, don't deserve our time. <laughs> not at all. I'm going to dab back. What happens when the haters dab in the back of the hater? Oh, back, back dab. Oh, dab, dab, dab. <laughs> I love Jack Douglas. Please at me, Jack. Um, so that's online. What about in person? Have you been thinking about doing more speaking engagements and workshops? You got any coming up maybe in Yosemite? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Plug, plug, so, plug, 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 plug. I'm Chris super, Hall. yeah, yeah, exactly. The plug. I'm super excited for Epic Current. So that's our winter work week. That's a creative um, conference, but Jamboree. not a conference. Yes. Jamboree. So it's basically a bunch of creators going to a fun place working on what they need to work on but also networking and there's a lot of like dinners and lunches with designers photographers videographers there's classes you can take but it's always held in a super fun place um, like yosemite so you can go skiing you can go do stuff outside with creative people and it's the coolest thing ever so 
If you're curious about that, that's winterworkweek.com with Dan Petty. He's a really cool designer person who I've just gotten to know, um, yeah, over the years. And I met him on Twitter. That's how that relation Mm -hmm. started was on Twitter, like a lot of things. And so, um, yeah, I actually get to like co-host that with him, which is super cool. I'm not... I. I haven't done really any speaking engagements this year just because when I was doing the Adobe Creative Residency, I had a ton of speaking engagements. Yeah. And it was cool during that time because I had a story to tell. But because I was doing that so much, it kind of, it became about that same thing and I wasn't actually living my life and creating a new story for me. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's all about just getting stuff done and doing it and maybe in five years I'll speak again (laughs) yeah yeah did you finish the video uh that you were working on tonight the special light (gasps) no i haven't finished it yet but yeah so it's that creative life episode on yeah so it's it's blended yeah 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 so i've blended my two creative series just into one that creative life so it's a very creative spaces tv episode to where it's kind of giving a tour of this neon shop in uh in tribeca new york and it's the vibes it has all of the vibes well the photo you posted looks awesome so i'm happy to see that series come back because that's that's og dichi that's mm-hmm. that's the the first stuff that i saw you know i thought it was like a cool doc mm-hmm. so it seems like you're getting back to your roots and kind of it's getting back to my roots with my face now attached to it because in the beginning <laughs> it was a lot of just me being the camera person and being behind it and then I've discovered kind of the value now over the years of creating that relationship with your audience. And yes, they're there because you make sick videos, but they also want to see you and mm-hmm. like, ah, Sarah, what's up? It's my friend. Um, and I've learned to kind of enjoy that. So it's yeah. fun when I get to be interacting with what I'm filming now. So I get that. I get yeah. that because there's a weird aspect of like, is it, I love myself. I want to be on camera, but it's so important to the story for you to be like the single thread between all Mm -hmm. of these cool things. And that's also one of the problems that I found with wedding films. Like Mm. it would be crazy for me to put myself into the video, but that's almost what I wanted to do to make cool. Like if I could vlog a wedding, I might shoot a wedding. That's interesting. But if I could just shoot the old way, no, that doesn't interest me. I'm not doing that anymore. And wedding film school allowed me in a sense to be a host and to make it thread. But you know, that was the only reason why I was doing weddings in the last. So yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. And I you're mean, people, you're a natural host. So oh, thank you. You thank should be you. in it. Thank you. And people attach themselves to humans. I There's so many people are tweeting about this right now. But um, Ani, she tweeted this today to, I think, Nick from Hint or something. And they're basically just saying brands are trying to be people and people are trying to be brands interesting and at the heart of that it's brands realizing that people connect to people and then it's the people who have influence now want you know the pull of maybe a brand has or whatever but i mean that's so i just made actually a skillshare class recently which i'm super stoked on but i was gonna make it super fancy and just more instructional and I was like what am I doing this isn't like how I do things and so I put I put myself more in front of the camera and made it more exciting kind of more storytelling so I was not just in my office but I was out and about explaining things um and you know the goal shifted to just like okay how can I make this as entertaining as possible I mean it's not super entertaining I'm talking about camera stuff but 
to where people could sit there for 30 minutes and just watch all the way through because the goal with that is to get people to be curious about vlogging and mm. filmmaking and how do I use a camera and so yeah you you have to fight for people's attention nowadays so there there has to be that level of entertainment and connectivity so yeah that makes so much sense because I've tried to do the same thing with teaching people weddings and try to make the skill share and it always felt flat because I was kind of copying what I'd seen other people doing. But if I made it more of a vlog and like my strong points, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll retry it at some point. Yeah. So vlogging, are you still vlogging? How do you feel? Yeah. I Has think, it changed? I mean, so <laughs> I, I've said this in multiple places, but my big moment of clarity was probably seven months ago where the year before I had been hating myself because I wanted to post five times a week and I would never meet that five times a week thing. So I would just hate myself. I'd be like, God, Sarah, you're the worst because you didn't meet this ridiculous requirement of yourself to vlog five times a week. Um, and so I, I tried to like follow that trend, but it just wasn't, it's like, this isn't how I meant to make videos. Um, and so like, I would say like seven to nine months ago, I made a video called I don't like daily vlogging or I'm not daily vlogging or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just talked about how I didn't like it. I, I truly, it, it became the thing where I would wake up every morning and I would just like grab my camera and be like, I'm going to film whatever comes at me. And I was like, that is not how you make videos. So now I've scaled back and I reach for two to three videos a week. But it's all about waking up and going and finding the story. So now it's like, okay, I have a list of things I want to do. What can I accomplish today? How can I go out of my comfort zone and actually film something I want to film instead of thinking things are going to fall into my lap and just like upload garbage five times a week? Um, it wasn't garbage. <laughs> it was still good. But it didn't make me stoked on what I was making. And now it's fun again. Yeah, it's it, it really is fun again because I'm only posting videos that I'm stoked on. I'm only posting videos that I go out of my way to shoot because I want to make them. And so, yes, I would say I still vlog, but it's more like I find a central idea. And then if it's tech and creative related, I really dwell on that, but then I bring in my life. Mm. So it's not life first and then everything else. It's more of like, what's a tech, creativity, something, idea that I'm stoked on? How do I make a video about around that? And then let's add my life because I like sharing my life. So yeah. Yeah. I like making YouTube videos now. I like, I because I feel like maybe a year and a half ago, a year ago, I would talk about YouTube to people and be like, ugh. Yeah, I haven't slept in like two days, you know, it's just <laughs> terrible. But YouTube life, am I right, guys? And it's falling into that entrepreneurial, like yeah. And it's falling into that like entrepreneurial thing. of like, don't sleep, work, 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 you loser. Hmm. And it's like, there are phases of life like that. That was me in college. I just didn't sleep. And I had to do that to, I feel like, get to where I was. But now I'm just like, you know, I'm going to sleep because that's, my body needs sleep. <laughs> You do a lot compared to other people, though, and you always Thank have. You. Thank you. Even if you find little moments and ways of slowing things down and making it work for you, you've always done a lot. But it, I feel like it goes way past just videos. It has to do with what commitments you make with like friends and other like business and personal relationships, and just learning to say no. Like, do you mm -hmm. feel like you've? So I have made 2018 the year of the filter. So. Hmm. You need to have a good filter. Only good stuff that mm -hmm. you want goes through the filter. 
Um, are you getting better at saying no? Whether it's 100% friends, commitments, yeah. business commitments. So an advantage that I had is traditionally, I haven't had a lot of friends in my life. Like when I was in high school, I've always been super focused or I have a obsessive personality where when I like something, that's the only thing that matters. So when I was a kid for a while, it was sports. It was sports ball. I always joke about sports, but that was my life for a while. I was obsessed with softball and basketball and I played basketball up until my junior year of high school and then it was music. And then once it was music, that was the only thing that mattered. So my only friends were my people, uh, my people, my friends and my band. <laughs> um, and then it was video and it was photo video and that was the only thing that mattered mattered in my life so traditionally my mom was like my best friend I kid you not like I know a lot of people joke about that but Jeannie she was like really the only person like I would come home I would have a fun conversation and be like you're dope sick I'm gonna go study I'm gonna go <laughs> practice my guitar um and then I have those spurts of like yay friendship and that was good for me traditionally I am a introvert I know a lot of people wouldn't believe that but I recharge by being alone that's why I can sit and edit for eight hours at a time and so I've been good with saying no to like people relationships just because that's always been heavily curated mm -hmm. and um, I love my tight circle of humans and it makes me happy um, but I guess there's not much room period for a ton of friends when you're living that creative life I know it's weird to say but they're really like when you have crazy goals and like work is such a big part you really have to prioritize who you hang out with um there is a balance especially when you get like an awesome creative boyfriend who you're just like oh I can just hang out with you for the rest of my life I don't need anyone else you know this is fine there's still a moment where it's like oh I need friends too <laughs> you know <laughs> um so yeah I maybe I should hang out with more people a little bit but in terms of businessy things I've that's something I've had to get better at um just because you can't say yes to everything because like one like yeah it might be more money but sometimes it just doesn't make sense other times it's setting aside time for personal projects I get to do YouTube and I get to do what I love and it's sick, but there's still other dreams in my head. Um, but for a while, I was just saying yes to everything with YouTube and there was zero time for anything else. So now it's kind of like, okay, do what you have to do, you know, and still be hustling. But now I'm kind of like, I should try to set aside some time to pursue things hobbies. outside. Of, yeah, hobbies are fun. <laughs> like you know? shoot the basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to make room for a dog, but we'll see. <gasps> we'll see. I want that little puppy. Oh, yeah. A little mini get a Aussie dog? Shepherd named Gandalf. Oh, my God. All right, we'll figure out the name, but. Yes. There. I feel like our friend group needs a dog. So yeah, it yeah. Would, it would help everyone. Well, yes, that and also not gonna spoil anything but, don't what but no but <laughs> it's not a dog i'll just say that okay a hedgehog close so close gerbil keep guessing not guinea pig I love guinea pigs. india loves guinea pigs <gasps> what, are what you gonna get I, a pig what am i obsessed with babies, <laughs> babies i'm pregnant she's pregnant yeah <laughs> It's a girl. We painted the there wall for the girl. Yes. That's the big. Oh my god! You'll you'll just have to see. There right. might be I'm an excited. addition too, as well. Wow, that's post winter. Such anticipation and mystery. 
<laughs> okay, so but I want you guys to get a dog because I want to come hang out with your dog. A mini Aussie Shepherd, a toy. That's what is what a I mini want. Aussie Shepherd? We'll, you, I'll show you. Okay, little little bundles of joy. Um, okay, so we're gonna wrap up the podcast soon. So, have you seen Hot Ones? Have you seen that Wing Show? Yes, it's I weird, it. but I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll pretend it's the end of that. You Ooh. you've successfully ate the wings, but you're you're very like you didn't get any on you. Congrats. Perfect. I like this version better because I don't like hot stuff. <laughs> we should just pretend to eat wings <laughs> right? during the podcast. So you've got ten seconds. What's the one big thing that oh, you want to wrap? Like, give man. me, give, give us. So these are the people that have been listening the whole time. Mm-hmm. If they're listening to the audio podcast, they just listen to us ramble for like hours thank you so give them something give them a, a treat a reward for being through this mm. what's a little secret upcoming project whatever you want to wrap go oh man i'm put on the spot okay well something to plug maybe is just go to my youtube channel and watch a video that doesn't have a lot of views i know that's weird good however a lot of the reoccurring audience I have that would maybe complain about something is the audience that only comes to my videos when they get like served up in the algorithm. Mm. And there's so many videos that I'm so proud of. And maybe they are the more creative ones and you might get more fulfillment from it, but they're like sitting at 20,000 views, you know? So maybe you haven't seen it. So yeah, maybe go just go search for some gems that don't have a lot of views. And when you're watching her videos, search in the right suggested for another <laughs> DG video. Because I'm oh, telling you, that's wait, the secret to the algorithm really? right now. What is that? I'm pinning all comments to the top of my comments section that say, hey, if you want to support me, find a Craig video on the right and click it. Because that's what YouTube wants. Really? They want these chains of view time uh, staying mm, on YouTube. So Interesting. Yeah, I've totally down with... I've recognized that, Secrets. but not in terms of staying on your own videos. <laughs> so like, I'll, that makes sense though. Cause when I link people's channels, I try to link a video from their channel. So people will actually go and watch another video mm-hmm. um, to keep that watch time going. Yes. That's interesting though. Very good. YouTube, man. Cool. Okay, cool. So that's the podcast. Welcome to the after show. Let's get lit. How's it pew, going, pew, pew, pew. Elliot? How you feel? Was that good? Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, India, talk to me. How are we doing? People are blowing up the chat and talking about Muffins for hands or corduroy skin? Oh, my gosh. Muffins for hands because I love muffins. I would I would eat eat them them? and it would go away. I feel like I could live with the corduroy. (laughs) Like my entire, all my skin. Damn. So, yeah. The question was muffins for hands or corduroy for skin. I would take blueberry muffins. Hey, guys. You would be the, you would be the favorite person in the room. People could just come and eat your hands. Damn. Wow. Okay. So, people... If you have any questions, or if you just want to troll, now's your time troll, troll, and your troll, platform. Troll, 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 troll. So, so tell me, we 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 weren't looking at all. What's the what's the vibe in the comments section? Were there people? What do we got? People are just being very attentive and listening. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I think there's not a lot of chatter because people are listening. Someone did want to know if you guys think that vlogging is dying. I think quantity is not as important as it was two years ago. In terms of longevity, I think it is important to, I think people who have videos on backlog are doing better because they are getting served up with YouTube. I feel like YouTube's just searching for clean content to monetize, period. Um, True. 
But I think it's way more important to focus on maybe a few videos that have the balance between what works on YouTube and what makes you happy than just posting five random videos a week that you're just like posting for quantity. So yeah. yes, I think it's, I don't think it's as cool anymore. Is it, is it not every day, bro? Come on. Mm -mm. Like there's just no way to know anymore. Um, I think it came and left with Casey, to be honest. I think Casey made it a thing to like post as much as possible and actually make the videos good. So the people who were vlogging at that point were like, crap, man, we can't do that. But then all these other people were like, oh, sick, let's make a good video every single day. And a lot of people did it and hopped on the bandwagon. Um, but that I think that led to a, a lack of focus and a lot of clutter. Yeah. Yeah, as much as people focus on the algorithm stuff, I feel like there are some channels that just get it. Like you recently, well, not recently, but you did a photo shoot with John at, with Mango Street with that yes. cute ass couple. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, That's a really good way to explain them. Their videos are awesome. You know, yeah. they're maybe they're, they're kind of Peter McKinnon style, yeah. but they are very knowledgeable and kind of like this 2.0 of YouTube tutorials mm -hmm. because everyone in their freaking dog are making mkbhd tech review videos right so it's not enough there's so many out there uh as far as tutorials as well like mm -hmm. i i love their stuff yeah so much good. work and it's short and sweet yeah yes. so they came in and were like you think you need to make a 10 minute video to get served up in the algorithm Fillable. false yeah here's a three minute video and they're cool so yeah it's so mango street peter mckinnon <laughs> travel feels those are really good examples of people who came in with quality and won this year yeah but they and, know how to do thumbnails mm -hmm. they know the short and sweet they know how to engage uh it's yeah really good stuff yeah. and i, I definitely want to i kind of want to like dig in and kind of explain the theories behind their success and stuff a little bit because yeah. i feel like it's good stuff yeah yeah yeah, it's blowing up now. What, Questions. What do you got? And if anyone pays for Super Chat, we got to answer their questions. So. Super yeah. Chat. No one has Donate. Really the question. Yeah, people are just paying, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I get all that money. So, what? Yeah, really Who was that? that? Derek Halpern? Derek. Derek. What? <laughs> all right, Derek, tell us to do anything. We'll yeah, do it. Do yeah, we're right. leaving our clothes uh, on them. You want... If you had to start YouTube all over again from scratch, what would you do differently? Ooh. Ooh. Who said that? Ooh. Um, that I lost track. Can they hear the question? Should you repeat the yeah, questions? Repeat okay, so yeah. the question that just made us go, Nathan Dennis, killing it. Uh, if you could start YouTube over again, what would you do? Honestly, I'm okay. I feel like it would be starting it for the wrong reasons if i started now what if i it, like the fact if i was the, the same yeah if i was the same age as i am right now in the place where i was at yeah, yeah. i would look at it in terms of like oh this could be a job mm. but i was fortunate enough to enter the space when i did to where it was just this thing where it was like Okay, and I will say the whole controversial taking monetization away from small creators and stuff. There's a lot to say around that, but I will say, look at it from a lens of YouTube is providing a platform where you can host your videos for free. 
the biggest audience like in the world in terms of online video is there at your fingertips to access if you choose to um with a lot of hard work and understanding the platform and that opportunity is there for you for like free it i just so many people are worried about like the hundred dollars that they might earn over a year Mm -hmm. that they're no longer getting that Mm -hmm. and for me it was it wasn't about the money period up until like a year and a half ago when i was like oh this could be my living but even the first video that ever went viral for me the casey neistat video that wasn't i didn't monetize that until like five hundred thousand views because i was like the priority is just people getting to my videos Mm -hmm. that is the number one priority i don't know how i'm going to monetize this but i love making videos and i know if people are watching them that's going to lead to opportunity i don't know what it is now but that's the most important thing. I want to show people what I love and hopefully it inspires them <laughs> and I hope it entertains them. You're and getting serious, all them. jazzed up. I am because it. it's like, it's about, it's like the love of the game. It's like, if you don't love it and you're here just to make money, you're not here for the right reasons, period. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah. so it's it's weird because I feel like on one side, people be like, oh, you just don't understand because you still have monetization. Because I can barely pay my rent on monetization, you know? Yep. Like, there's you have to have as a creator as a entrepreneur it's always about like you always have to have like multiple streams of revenue you always have to be thinking of the next thing because things are always changing i could lose half of my peachy fam in like six months but i'll I'll go figure out something else making videos yeah 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 (laughs) and i think you're right to kind of go back to the idea of what would be the reason for the channel money or whatever because if i did it again i'd probably do the same thing because my main focus is i make videos that are kind of weird and don't excite as many people but they're super fun because they're what i want to make like i've always made home videos and this fascination with being able to revisit memories and trips that i take within india yeah you know i i make travel videos for me i don't Mm -hmm. make them like all of these like take a shot of my hand while the half naked woman is jumping into a waterfall thing (laughs) fuck that no that's not (laughs) cool for me and it's totally fine if you want to do that do whatever but my channel's for me but if i had to make another channel and i wanted to make that money i would focus entirely on engagement Mm -hmm. uh the the audience would dictate what is next it would kind of probably be more uh jack like Jack's mm-hmm. films, it would be comments like a loop. Mm-hmm. It would be more HQ. It would be like you have to engage to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And I will say yeah. every time John and I watch your videos, we're just like, how does he not have more subscribers? You know, like your videos are so fudging good. They are like they are so so good. Like you're gonna yeah. I, I don't it know when me. it's gonna happen. <laughs> But you're going to be quarter mil. Yeah. It, it just like six months. I don't know. It's going to come. I'm going to be honest. You're not incredible. the first person to say that. Yeah. And I've thought about it a lot. But I just I will always do what I think is right. And if I could make more money by selling out and following the herd by doing what's popular, I'd rather not do that. Right. And right. especially this year coming up. There's going to be some weird stuff, but hopefully if you're along the ride, if you've, if you've been watching me as long as you have, get ready because here it comes. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Cheese it review? You thought yes. that was crazy and edgy? Che- Just you wait. 
just wait till I start uh, take down this, this putting whatever I wanted in the behind of the green screen. I'm so ready. Cut to the the slideshow of embarrassing sit Oh no! <laughs> I kind of wish I had it. No, really. Damn. I would storm out. Oh. Derek, you're the best. Thank you. Um, I like this question from um, Carl Lawrence. Carl. Uh, do you have any tips on just getting your content done? I've been lacking inspiration. I'm struggling to find content that I'd be able to make consistently. So the struggle to make the content from Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl Lawrence, one word. Carl Lawrence. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you a llama? Okay, so struggling to make content that you like consistently that yeah. just resonates and I works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. So I uploaded like six videos and then I uploaded nothing because like I get depressed sometimes. I get in little funks and then I get really inspired by something and I go on like a shooting, a shooting spree, <laughs> <laughs> a video creation spree. Family friendly here. Demonetize. And uh, I have a long list of videos I want to make, but I just, they're good ideas, but I just can't make them if my heart isn't in it. So if you force it too much, I, I can't tell you the number of videos I've shot and then just scrapped because they mm. were bad. They're, my heart wasn't in it. Mm. So it's like you have to find some kind of inspiration. I like to clean my apartment. I like to make everything in my life minimal and organized. And then all I have to do is just make a new video. I've got no other projects to edit, nothing else to do. I, I can create anything today. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you struggle sometimes? Oh, 100%. How, how do you get over that? 100%. I... Um, I'll say something very Gary V right now, Ooh, but India, watch out. <laughs> um, I will say self awareness is kind of key, and that was when I realized that I wasn't the person meant to post five times a week. That was when I gained so much clarity mm. um, in terms of who I am as a creator, and I think if you can do it, consistency is so good, like so good. Me. I can't do it. So now <laughs> I my I I have put myself in just a looser framework and I'm a much happier person for it. Um, so I will say like right now, basically I want two to three videos a week and they're just gonna be posted during the nighttime. So you know, if it's weekday and it's in between like 6 p.m. and 11 p.m., there might be a peachy video. <laughs> but in the beginning when you're hustling and you don't have that much of an audience, I think it is that's the time to kill yourself in terms of, that's not a good thing to answer, sorry. <laughs> that's the time to kill yourself. But in terms of working hard and being consistent, even if you can't, that's when that matters the most, I think, is when you're in the beginning and you haven't reached that first level is when you need to say to yourself, one video every single week this time, three videos every single week at this time, just to get you to that next level. And then once you have a little bit of freedom, that's when you can loosen up on it. Because, um, yeah, it's nice to... Like, I, I won't go as far as to say have a life, <laughs> but just in terms of, <laughs> we need friends. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is nice India doesn't to, exist. I've been yeah. making her up this whole time. <laughs> yeah, it is nice to have the space to think yeah. and sleep. Well, I told India that I wanted to do this every single Wednesday at eight Ooh. every week. And she was like, mm-mm, no, <laughs> I, I know you. Right. You try, you like... You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't do it. Yeah. 
see and that's i mean just the self-awareness because i'm like that but john jonathan hill he's the type of person who like has to have structure in every single thing and he executes on it i mean that dude is like a freaking just like blinders on in every single day maybe it's five times a week at 9 p.m there's a video up like Mm -hmm. regardless you know um and it works for him so you just got to find what works for you dope so, Someone donated $5. Oh, who donated $5? Michael. Wants to know, Michael. I'm to New York in about a week. Do you have any advice on connecting with creators from other cities and countries? Ooh, Twitter. good. Yeah. So, yeah, have a short list of like three people you'd love to connect with. And, you know, try on Twitter. But if you cannot get through the noise, uh, you know, connect with one of their friends. Cause if I yes. see someone connecting with a, like India and being friendly and like helping India, um, I would be more susceptible to meeting for coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always happy to meet up with coffee. It's hard sometimes. Um, yeah. So Cody has been helping you out a lot. Mm-hmm. And he even talked to me about that. Uh, it's kind of awkward sometimes to just meet up with someone for coffee or food. Yeah. There has to be some connection. He says I, there has to be something to do as well. Yeah. It, that helps sometimes. Yes, 100%. Like, I will t- like, there has to be a reason. I don't do that. So I don't do just coffee or lunch with random people. A good example, actually, of this is Elliot. So Elliot is... Like I guess walk in front of the yeah, camera. Yeah, walk in Elliot. front of the camera. Elliot. Don't show your don't show your face, but just walk in front of the camera. <laughs> he exists. Okay. Oh, he matches the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Elliot. Yeah. So Elliot for two weeks, three weeks is interning for me, and he sent me this like sick package and stuff. But um, it was a relationship that was it was an internet relationship, but it was built over time. He has a sick mom who <laughs> talks to my mom on Twitter, so I would see them interacting, yeah. and um, so it was a combination of you know we we saw each other at Adobe Max conference, and there was all of these small interactions, and then you know I would watch one of his videos. I was like, oh, he's good at making videos, and he's young, and he's killing it already um my mom knows his mom just via twitter they seem really nice and then when he sends me like the sick i want to intern for you package i'm like of course you know he's not Mm -hmm. this like random person that i don't know if he's crazy or not but there's this like bread trail of interactions Mm -hmm. and it has to be that and you have to be offering something like here's a pro tip pro tip alert i get a lot of emails that's like sarah i will do anything for you let me know. Well, wow. and it's like <laughs> I can't. Okay, but <laughs> like in terms of you know editing or whatever. But in order to make that work, you have to know what they need before you ask. Like I can't sit there and teach someone what I need to be done. But if someone emailed me and was like, Sarah you need help with micro content. I could take XYZ, I could make you a Twitter, Instagram video, an Instagram story for each one. Here's some examples. Um, I can, this is my schedule, I can help you out, I will do it for free, I will do it for cheap, whatever, let me know. That would be such an easy yes. Mm -hmm. Or like, I would continue that conversation. I can't tell you how many people have also emailed me their CV like a resume yeah hey i want to edit for you here's a list of me like working as an admin in a hospital yeah. what Do people i don't forget care about that, that like, I, like send me a youtube video recruiting is a job 
And yeah. if you ask for someone to figure out for something that you can help and do them, that's no. a task for us yes. to do. So yeah. it's giving us work that we don't need, we can't do. It's, it's we a can't lot. even we can't even keep up with like our <sighs> own stuff, you know. Yeah. So so you have to know what the people need before you ask them. Anticipation. You got to do your research. You got to play the slow game and you cannot expect anything back. You have to be able to just give and wait because the worst you get on the Craig Adams shit list. If you (laughs) one come out of nowhere and be like, hey, Craig, sup? here's my video. Would love if you'd watch it. I see that. I'm busy. I can't look. Um, whatever. And then, like the next day, you send a re- message that's like, "Wow, couldn't get to watching or responding." Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not or just now. Just like people who literally just email you for shoutouts. Or okay, get this. Get this is super fun. This is this is very after showy, but like getting into the tea. Ooh. My foot just popped. Wow, <laughs> did you hear that? Yes. God, what is wrong with me? Ugh. Um. Okay, so I have had probably five or six people email me asking them to give them an iphone 10 like i i don't i should i pull one up no okay because we believe you because anytime i say asking for i and i'm like do you what i get that what what it's (laughs) it's above my head i have no idea (laughs) how's that beer india in, India's drinking the Miller. Let me see that. Alcohols. The official beer. Yeah. Oh, no. Brought to you. Uh, today's it. podcast brought to you by. Yeah, blur it. Yeah. S- it rhymes with Smiller. It's uh, High Life. Get get the High Life with Smiller. Demonetized. Demonetized. No yeah. Wow. Things Fuck are monetization. Peep- wow. Everyone's saying to get me a mic for next time and to repeat the questions. Ooh. So Okay. So India needs a mic. We Ooh, have a third one right fun. here, people. We could even set up a second cam where we just give you a little. Yeah. That was that was one of my pet peeves, especially at the uh, Scary V show. You can never really hear India, but I, he was I, always talking to you. The What's the animoji thing? <laughs> I want to hook up an animoji so that you're like a cat just in the corner. That would be so funny, actually. Um, Riley of No Fun Press. Ooh, Riley. <laughs> And he wants to know what your favorite kind of dog is, Sarah, and also which meme you think is the dankest right now. Ooh, the dankest meme. Okay. Right, I'll leave. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. <laughs> I thought we were bros. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Welcome to the Sarah Dietschy Rhymes with Peachy show. I'm going to be answering your questions only if you donate $100 to me. So my PayPal is... <laughs> okay so riley first of all no fun press love what no fun is doing is is riley the one who's like the head of it i'm pretty sure i've talked to you people need to stop stealing merch though yeah they need to stop that my favorite type of dog is a cat and the dankest meme would have to be you know what okay i don't know if this categorizes as like one meme but I just recently rediscovered just office gifs or gifs, <laughs> tomato, no, tomato. No, yeah, and it's just every every time I respond to something with an office gif, I'm just like, that's a good meme. Like, I, I'm glad the office existed so I can respond to tweets via office gif. I know it's wrong, but Ugandan hedgehog, so funny. I don't, I don't know what that it's meme wrong, is. It's wrong, but it's funny. Oh, it's not deep. It's PewDiePie. Come on. PewDiePie. Um, Thanks, Riley. I like this question from Ryan. Um, 
from Lucky Braxton. Lucky Braxton, Braxton. I know, I know my people. Oh, I know you. Oh my! He walked off. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are these things in the middle of the screen? Oh, that's people donating money with super chat. And if anyone subscribes, it shows, it shows up. up hey, funny. I'm a fucking pro. Okay, you what? see this? Hey, India, how many drop frames we got? On the bottom left, zero, zero, zero Wait, drop frames whoa, 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 whoa. for an hour. A so, 720p so, podcast. So fifty nine minutes. Yeah. Okay, so you can do that on YouTube. This is on YouTube. Yeah. And it's, you can say if people subscribe. Yeah, they're cute, but you can have them up on YouTube. Yeah. What? Yes. Crap. I, I have I have a little pug. People no, no. Saying, do you know the way? You do not know the way. <laughs> are you, I don't understand. Are you? <laughs> This is my sympathy line. Are you the queen? Guys, one more, can you take one more question seriously? Yes, yes. I'm good, I'm good. From Lucky Braxton, what's one big mistake you made on your way up that you could share as a tip not to do? Hmm. On your way on the up. Um, okay, yeah. I'll start. Okay. Thanks. Okay, I'll repeat the question because I'm learning. Uh, what is one thing that you wish you could do differently on your way up? yeah as you're growing or whatever uh for me that's a personal one that comes from my own insecurities because sometimes i think i'm starting like a heated debate which is like i'm gonna argue this person and i hate this the way this person edits photos or this person's doing the wrong thing because it's entirely coming from i'm jealous of this person and I'm trying to like justify the fact that I'm not at their level. So I'm just comparing myself. I'm self-conscious, but I'm trying to like make a heated Twitter debate about it. I've done that in the past, a lot more so in the past, less now I'm helping myself. And I would delete those convos as soon as I realized mm -hmm. that it had nothing to do with them, all about me. And luckily some of those people have been super gracious and will message me and be like, what's up? Like, so... Yeah, probably a similar thing to that is that I'm much better at now and I'm much better at letting go, but just super recently um, is like not even caring about when the people, hate. the hate, like, so every, so this is how this will traditionally go. If you, if you find yourself having somewhat of an audience and you will get hate, and if you are a girl, you will get rape threats. Sorry. Like, hopefully the internet will do better. Um, but it's one of those things where you'll you'll get so down on it and it's a hole. And so you just, you keep on going down it and down it and you read more and more and you get like depressed and you call your mom. You're like, this person said this about me. And then the person who, whether it's your mom or a friend who doesn't do YouTube will say the same thing. They'll say, it doesn't matter. Don't listen to them. Just ignore it. And you're just like, you don't understand, <laughs> you know? And they don't, yeah. they don't. But that thing that they say is actually like at the core at it, it's very true that like people who take the time out of their day to blatantly say mean things to you mm -hmm. they don't even they don't even deserve me talking about them right now yes. like they do not deserve anything like if something is gets you know riled up on twitter or something mm -hmm. i am not opposed to just blocking and deleting like if it had something to me you know something to do with me delete tweet block YouTube, Hails, yeah. I hide comments like crazy. Like now I get the craziest <laughs> satisfaction <laughs> to the fact that that person will no longer 
ever pop up on my videos ever again like that is the dopest satisfaction opposed to me coming up with a witty response to make them feel stupid because that's just giving power to them Mm -hmm. yeah just taking away all conversation and all power and attention from them is a powerful feeling and it, it it helps the process yeah and i think youtube is so fucking savage as the kids were saying a year ago, uh, that you can hide from this channel. They don't know that they're blocked, but they... So will they see their comment on the video? They think everything... They can't tell any difference, but all of their comments are just hidden from your channel. I've been blocking people on Twitter, too. It's really cool. It's fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They do not know the way. Block. Block, block, block. Do you want one more question? Yeah. I would love to answer anyone, any good, you know. Do you think that being in New York helps creators be more successful? And do you think someone in a small country or other parts of the world can be as successful as someone in New York from the Fab Channel? The Fab Channel. Drop in the hot cues. Yeah. So I'm going to try to, here, India, can you swing that around? Just, I want to try this. Just swing the mic around and you can just read the question, okay? Oh, look at that. India. Yay. Um, (laughs) Do you think that being in New York helps creators to be more successful? And do you think someone in a small country or other parts of the world can be as successful as someone in New York? Yeah. New York City is the most competitive place in the world. And compared to where I grew up, a graduating class of 60, I lived next to a pig farm and I didn't, there was no diversity. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you eat a lot of bacon? I did, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, it was good. Uh, so moving to New York City completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me move quicker, um, physically and mentally. And You become more empathetic, too. Yes, to it opened my eyes people. to a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. If you visit other cities around the world, Sweden, all white blonde people. Yeah. Go to Peru, all Peruvians. I've never felt like a minority ever b- until I visited yeah. Peru. Um, so it opens my eyes to how much of a crazy melting pot New York mm-hmm. City is. And I think that is like the foundation of being a good person and all the creative stuff comes right. up from it. Right. So you have to open your mind. You have to care about people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a point when I first arrived in New York City when I thought everyone was in my way on the subway. Yeah. And I hate these jerks. Like, they're so dumb. Mm-hmm. But we're all just people we're all trying our best and you should love and help everyone so there could be a billionaire on the subway and there could be like a cleaning lady on the subway and they're both dope in their own ways but the fact that everyone's like together in a lot of ways in new york city which is so cool Um, but i will say as a person who's from dallas texas the suburbs of texas in a lot of ways i grew up in a bubble and i'm actually really thankful for that i had a great childhood but it got to a point where i was like i have to get out i cannot one just the lifestyle like i'm not a it just it became such a bubble and just driving everywhere and it was just so constant nothing was ever changing Mm. and um there it was the same people the same thing day in day out and when you're when you're in a big city everything's always new and there's so many people coming through the city so that's the thing yeah in the beginning i was like there was a question in my head of like do i need to be in la is it the wrong decision to be in New York? But first of all, I asked the question, what makes me happy? What lifestyle makes me happier? And it was number one, New York City, because you can get to anywhere you need when it's not snowing on a bike, 
a booster board you can walk like i love the walking lifestyle Mm -hmm. because i need to live an active lifestyle because other than that i won't be active like working out just has never worked for me (laughs) after (laughs) basketball and so um that um and just the fact that i could walk to like a bodega and get like a salad wrap and like that's fine it was just like i was more in love with the lifestyle and two just because people maybe people who are in la aren't living in new york that doesn't mean that they're gonna come visit everyone is in new york at some point if they're in the entertainment industry if they're in the business industry this is just such a good place to be um but it's expensive and there's a lot of reasons why it's expensive but it just it's like is the payoff um worth it but i will say you living in your little town in like timbuktu is unique because you are able to tell stories that no one else can that's your unique perspective and that's what you can bring to the world is your life like how are you living your life who are the people who are around you because it's most likely going to be different than mine most likely going to be different than craig's and so you don't have to be in a big city to tell a good story this works for us and that's sick i don't you know maybe we're going to be here forever maybe not but what makes storytelling compelling is it's different and it's intriguing and it's, it's risk. Yeah. <clears throat> and you have to be willing to share the real truth, whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever your truth is. Find your truth and share, share it. it. YouTube 2018. Yeah. Samsung, give me that sponsorship. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't need a camera. You want that? Film it with whatever you get. <laughs> millions of ad revenue yeah yeah. i think you would be good with a samsung or no you couldn't because you can't affiliate off of a note 8 for the rest of your life Uh, (laughs) dare me (laughs) they call him they call him the affiliate king yeah i i coined that yes you did i think i was the first person to call you the affiliate king yeah so there's a lot of stories going around Mm. with how i met india how the affiliate game was coined do i need to clear that up podcast is over thank you guys so much i am the reason no for craig and india yeah because maybe there was like an initial thing on your side of things you and john but walk thing do it now stay there No, man. Okay, if you don't know the story between Craig and India, how it started, we were in... This is our first time that we really hung out, too. Besides Nashville. Besides Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were actually in Washington, D.C. at a video or a premiere at the White House. Casual, we're cool. Um, <laughs> but no, so wow. Craig had sent me a Snapchat. Rest in peace, Snapchat. That's when I was still using it or whatever. Um, I forgot what it was, but it was very much so your face. And I was like, uh huh. And I swiped out of it. And India was like, who's that? Who's that? And I was like, oh, it's Craig. That's and I was like, I, second yeah, 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 exactly. And so I was basically like, was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it basically became, I was like, oh, it's Craig. And then I was like, oh, it's Craig here. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it was kind of a conversation of like, oh, two really cool single people in my life who are sick and creative and i was their intermediary how do you say that intermediate yeah i was their point person in the middle of their conversations for like the first two months of dating i would like text india be like oh yeah he likes you so much 
And then I would text Craig, be like, India told me he likes you so much. She likes you so much. Wow. I made the moves. She did. She was matchmaker, matchmaker. I was a matchmaker, yeah. Um, Craig, when is Craig going to Supercuts? <laughs> what? Do you go to Cool Cuts? <clears throat> this is the longest Play my hair games? has ever been. I also said they thought you were a lesbian when they logged on. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Was that Riley? Is that supposed to, no, is that supposed to be an insult? Lesbians are cool as hell. I'm just saying. Wait. I'm not a lesbian, so... <laughs> Uh, 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 this is the longest my hair has ever been. It's kind of ridiculous, but I feel like it's in a phase. It's about to get really good, so just wait. <laughs> India hates it and has threatened to cut it. I hate it. it, yeah. I'm going to um, cut it while you're sleeping. I don't think I'm going to cut it anytime soon, but if I did, I'm going to make it an event and a live stream event. No one probably. wants to go to your dumb hair event. <laughs> Fuck off. God damn it. Um, Craig, what's the skinny on what happened to your resident program and how did it go, Craig? Uh, I got a long-term resident. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. talking about India? Yeah, I'm talking about India. <laughs> In- India Kieser. <laughs> Her is that how you say Kieser. your Kieser? I thought it was Kaiser for this entire time. I kind of wish it was Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. <sighs> Wow. Wow. You're a totally different person. Who, a- now. who asked that? If it's someone who submitted an application film, I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> so it's going to evolve. It's going to, I'm going to, education and workshops and residency things are my forte. That's my brand. You were talking about making a business off to the side other than AdSense and affiliate. Mm-hmm. Well, selling education is my thing. So oh. I'm going to do oh, that. Oh, so he's getting sassy too. So the a residency program is a cornerstone of that. So coming soon. Coming soon. If you want to D-Rock for me, hit me up. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, D-Rock. <laughs> okay well thank you guys so much thank you guys and girls so much for watching subscribe to my channel it's linked in the description below like all of my videos yes this is actually my podcast so i'll be here next wednesday at 8 p.m so i'll see you later y'all should unsubscribe (laughs) and then resubscribe next time i do a live just so that corgi shows up (laughs) it's fun it's festive Love it. Thank bet. you for having me, Craig. This yeah. has been an honor. Yeah, thank you. This was um, the exact way that I wanted the first episode to go. Good. And uh, and nothing crashed. Dude. It's a miracle. Life sucks. So this is epic. Yeah. I can't wait to get Sam in here. And he's going to be like, whoa, bro. How do you do a live stream? <laughs> no, no. This is no, not how you do no. it. <laughs> Uh, PC man, India. Thank, yeah. thank you so much for helping. Come, you need to come show your face. She's in her PJs right now. Come say hi. So say hi, it's India. India. Okay, so hi. now I'm interviewing at Heartbread on Instagram. Hello. Yes. Um, can you tell me about your process of making coffee in your latte machine? Oh, my latte machine is really <laughs> fancy, and I made Sarah a latte before this, and it's uh, yeah, I was really excited to make that for her. So, so I'm gonna be lit tonight. You are, yeah. Can you end the live stream? I'm nervous. <laughs> the only thing I have in the description is your YouTube channel. So. That's true. I saw that. Oh. It's a pretty good plug. Thank you. Zero nice. dropped frames. Zero. Oh, no. Don't I have to get punched now or whatever? Oh, yeah. You made that hand. What is this? I never understood that. I never did it, but. Yeah, I'm old. I observe. But the teens love it. The, all of the teens. I no, love There's so much Gary Vaynerchuk chatter. 
Right really? now? So Gary V in the office. Why didn't you tell me that Sean the right way said Craig is the coolest? Because I'm not going to tell <laughs> you things generous. that you will just make you really proud There's of yourself so all the time. There's so many gems in here. Come on. <laughs> mm. Corgi. Corgi, oh, Craig. Yeah, Corgi. You missed it. Oh. Okay, so uh, do the outro. We're going to wrap it up. All right, what's the outro? What's the outro? <laughs> do the outro. <laughs> do it. You don't know what the outro <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we're just going to have to end this because uh, Craig is being really silly. One beer and he is out of it. So why don't you so hit that stop remember, guys, button over there? Stay peachy. <clears throat> stay peachy. Stay. Five out of ten. I wasn't. Ten. I wasn't watching the chat. So if you asked a question, please tweet it to me, and I will respond to because I want to see all your comments. So thank you so much for commenting. <laughs> India was withholding all of the Craig positive comments. <laughs> your ego is big enough already. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.